What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You trying to tell me teachers who are making forty, fifty to maybe sixty, seventy thousand dollars are becoming millionaires. A third of the millionaires that we studied, AO, <laughs> make six figures. Listen to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Did you study and see how much, what was the average? Uh, the average income was hitting at about 75 to 80. <sighs> but a third of them didn't make six figures. Hold on. Even if they were two people working outside of the home. What's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Welcome back to the table. It's a beautiful day because you guys already know. We're going to keep it real, relevant, and relatable. And I am really excited today because I have uh, my big brother with me today uh, because he is the voice uh, when it comes to really building wealth. And and some people know you as retirement guy, but you're not just a retirement guy. Yeah, no. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I'm talking to people all ages, all stages. But I am talking about preparing for the future. Yeah. I am talking about building wealth. Yes. That's kind of my area. That's my brother, Chris Hogan. Y'all hear that voice? I know y'all were just like, what the heck is this? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Hogan, man, bro, you've, I've been here for five years. You've been with the company for 15? 15. Dude, man. And I remember you were one of the first people to just walk me on this journey. And it's like I'm I'm taking and echoing your voice to the millennial tribe that's mm-hmm. watching us right yeah. now, listening to us about wealth building. But you're the true king in this space. You've written a book on Retire Inspired, then your latest book, Everyday Millionaire. What has sparked your journey over these years to really go down this path? Um, I think it's a desire to help people. Yeah. Uh, Just like you. Yeah. You've got something inside of you where you know what you were put on this earth to do. Yes, sir. And that's impacting people. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me to have the opportunity, I love that I get to do what I do. Yeah. 
Um, and it is. I want to make an impact. I yeah. mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I've got three sons, three teenagers. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would love for somebody one day to bump into my boys and say, I heard your dad speak mm. or I read something he wrote and that man encouraged me. Yeah. Like that to me is a legacy moment. And yeah. that's why I work. Yeah, yeah. And you work hard because so you have a show uh, that is on podcasts and all across the world. You do this three times a week. I'm curious. What are you hearing from your tribe about building wealth, um, about overcoming some obstacles, about even last year, 2020? Yeah. What were some of the things you were hearing? Oh, man, 2020 was rough. Uh, t- tell you, tell I mean, it just I mean, just people walking me through the loss of jobs. Yeah. Uh, a loss of hope. Yeah. I mean, I was hearing that in a lot of people's voices. Yeah. Uh, but then here's the other crazy thing. As much as it was tough and it was hard, I was also hearing from people that were prepared. Mm. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Mm. I probably hear more success stories from millennials on my show. <laughs> okay? Come on, millennials. I, I'm, I'm talking about people 19 to 32 yeah, yeah. that are telling me they had an emergency fund. Okay. That they're paying off student loan debt. Yeah. I mean, so I'm hearing from both sides. Yeah, yeah. So it's really helping keep me rooted yeah, yeah. in hearing people that are dealing with the struggle, yeah. but you got people that are overcoming it. Yeah. And so it's kind of that that's the way the world is, yeah. right? Yeah. You got people that are in the middle of it and you got people that are at the beginning of it. Yeah. And you got to figure out what am I going to do from here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's walk, walk us through some, some things, Hogan, on if 2020 was a hard year for us financially, hmm. how do we start off the year 2021 with the correct with the correct mindset. I think first of all we got to acknowledge that 2020 was rough. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it changed the way we worked. Yeah. I mean, you and I aren't on the road. No. I mean, we used to burn up the airports. Listen, right? Here. I mean, of anybody up there, you and I travel the most. Absolutely. And so I it, actually correct. I travel more than you. It, I just want to just make sure the world knows that. That's cute. Um <laughs> Well, I'm going to let you go with that because we're on your show. People, it's me. I travel more. But it changed the way we worked. It changed the way that we connect with family. Absolutely. I mean, you and I both got family that are in other states. Being able to to try to figure out when can I go, when should I go. So this year has been rough. I think step one is to acknowledge that. Yes. That this year has stunk. Yes. This year has been rough. And I think with that, though— I go back to the phrase, control the controllables. Okay, okay. And and by control the controllables, what I mean is, A.O., you got people out there that got opinions. Yes. You and I bump into them, oh. right? Uh, the haters. Oh. Haters going to hate. Okay? Yeah, haters got their own drink. It's called uh, haterade. Bro, don't okay? get me started. I know. I'm not, don't go there. Don't, don't, don't do started. it. You and I have had conversations. <laughs> but you're going to have, you've got, you've got, I can't control other people's opinions. No, you can't. I can't control other people's mouths. No. And so I can't control this pandemic. No. So what can I control? And right. I firmly believe there are five things. Right. Number one, you and I are both people of faith. Yes, sir. I can control my faith. Yes. I can control my attitude, mm-hmm. my outlook, my actions, and my words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think if we stay in control of those five things, it's going to put us on a path to have a better 2021. Man, you know, when you say control the controllables, I posted something on my Instagram lately <clears throat> my DMs blew up. I said, you know what? It is funny how some people can't see and respect the fact that you're evolving and growing into a better person because they have this perspective of their image uh, of you inside of them. Yep. And my my therapist said, well, that's fine. That's their problem. You keep evolving and keep excelling and just do you. Yes. You know, control what you can control. That's you exactly can control right. growing. Yep. You can control how you respond, uh, but never, ever change. And don't focus on the things that you cannot control. That, no, you I know, agree. I, so and I, I think it. as we look at that and we think about with our money, especially, you know, th- at this point of the year. Yes. Right? We're in a new year. Yes. So we got an opportunity for newness. Yes. Now, 
the pandemic hasn't changed much. Hasn't. Right. And may not change much here over the next few months. We and don't we know. Yeah, we can't control it. We can't control it. So then what do you do? You go back to, I can control my money, too. There you go. I can I can look at this, and if I've been out of work, guess what? It's time. Hey, I'm going to tell them. I wasn't going to do it, but I got to do it. What you going to do? If you're out of work, get a job. Get a job. Oh, I want to say something. No. Not just the job. Most people are looking yes. for the job that yes. they lost or the yes. job that went away. No, no, no. Yeah, Get yeah. a job. Yes. It's easier to find a job when you got one. Yes. Stop so, being lazy. That's right. Get up there. And, mm. and some people have been waiting around for that special job to come. Yeah. Or, hey, I was making 60, Hogan. I'm waiting on that job to where I'm making 60 again. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Get out there and get the one that's paying you 40. Yes. Get a side gig if come you on. have to for come the on. 20. Come but on. do something. Yes. And that's the thing. I don't want people sitting around waiting for the government to save the day because yeah. they're not going to. And they're really not. And and I, I appreciate you for saying that because we have a young audience that, that rocks with me. And a lot of them, I say a lot of them are very, they're very educated. They are hungry and they are working. But I do have a few that, um, I'm going to say it, are lazy. Yeah. You know, they, they refuse to step up to the plate and go get a job because they're waiting for the job. That's right. And I've got it in my side. Yeah. People that are, are, are Gen X, Gen Y, baby boomers even. Yeah. And so it's just this mindset of let's make 2021 better yes. by doing better. There we go. Yeah. There we go. So it's a new year. And it's time to reset, Mm. okay? And so the reason why I brought you on the show, especially in the month of January of 2021, is I want to talk about something that you and I, and even our good friend and our sister, Rachel Cruz, are very passionate about, which is Ramsey Plus. Yes. And Ramsey Plus, we are announcing something new this year called uh, Money Reset. Mm -hmm. Now, you live in a space a little bit more than me. Help me break this down for my listeners and my audience today. Exactly what are we doing this year to reset? Yeah, well, we're going to do a live stream. Yes, sir. And so in the midst of that, what we're going to do is help people in this new year begin to reset, meaning reset your expectations, reset your effort, and reset your commitment to what it is you're going to check down and what you're going to chase down. And so we're going to walk through this. How do you begin to do that? Things are tough. Yes. uh, But what we have to do is rise to the occasion. And so we're We're going to do this live stream. Uh, I'm excited for people to be able to get this information. There's so much negative out there, A.L. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I think you and I should start our own news channel. Okay. Listen, man. We we, we we can come up with a cool name. We'll have, I'll leave that to you. We can shoot that today and have content for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. We know. It's but there's so much negative. Yes. What we want to do is be the light, be some positive, and give people encouragement. Yeah. Who's all on the live stream with you? Uh, it's going. I think it's Dave. Yeah. I think you got Rachel Cruz, yeah. myself, and yeah. who knows what else we'll add. Yeah, 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 man. You know, I, I love listening to what you all, th- what you three bring to the table, uh, because it's just going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal experience. Um, and I'm really excited. So text the word, you guys, if you're listening to this on the podcast yeah. or if you're watching right now, we'll drop this in the description. Uh, but text RESET, R-E-S-E-T, to 33789. RESET to 33789. You do not want to miss this event. I've been telling you all this year, we're going to really focus on growing uh, personally growing mm-hmm. financially, and growing in healthy relationships. Those are the mm-hmm. three things we're focusing this That's year. That's good. Is really learning why we respond the way we respond. I have Ian Cron coming on here in, in a week or so. Is he I'm, the Enneagram dude? He's the Enneagram okay. guy. Okay, right. And so that's very big to me because it's like I, I used to really ask myself, like, hey, 
why do I feel the way I feel? Mm -hmm. Why am I offended when I am offended? Why am I hurt when I am hurt? Why do I respond the way I respond? And me and my therapist was, was walking through this. And so this year, I'm taking a real deep dive and really understanding myself. Then the next part is money. You know, I've, yeah, I'm debt-free, fully funded emergency fund and doing some great things, but there's some other money goals that I'm mm-hmm. experiencing I'm trying to go after this year. And so I'm, I'm having that for the audience, not for the audience, but for my tribe this year of, okay, this is what we're doing, which is why it's so important. Let's talk about Everyday Millionaires because this is the book that I want you all to read this month. Okay, we're going to drop that link um, as well, Everyday Millionaires. Hogan, why did you do that book, man? Well, A.O., here's where it stemmed from. I did a media hit up in New York. It was with a panel. Okay. And there were three of us up there. The last guy talking said, the American dream's dead and gone. It's not, there's no ability to build wealth anymore. And that's how it ended. I was so mad. I wanted to lay hands. And I don't mean in (laughs) prayer on this little dude because what, it was so frustrating because I knew I come from a single parent home. Yeah. Uh, So my mom raised me and my brother. And so I know the sacrifices she made. Yeah. Uh, And so I realized that there was another single mom out there listening or a single dad or widow or a young person hearing that thinking it's not possible for them to do it. Yeah. yeah. So set out to do the study. And uh, we did the largest study that's ever been done, talked over (sighs) 10,000 to prove the facts and what it here's the bowl down and it, it doesn't matter where you went to school yeah okay 62 yeah, percent yeah. of these millionaires went to a public school public state university eight percent went to a community college okay nine percent didn't go to college at all okay and i gotta so, ask this question yeah how many of those were handed the money <laughs> i knew you're gonna get to the inheritance <laughs> i gotta listen ask. I, I understand as we looked at this it was shocking you had uh, essentially almost 98 percent 98%, okay, didn't receive any kind of major dollar amounts. Now, hear me with this. You got 70% of them, 74% didn't receive a dime. Yeah. Okay? So that meant you had some people that received some money. Yeah. You had some people that received some significant chunks, but it wasn't enough to cause them to be a millionaire. Yeah. The reality is, is that most people believe the myth that in order to have money, it's got to come handed to you. And that's especially, that was big for me yeah. because growing up, that's what I thought. I thought you had to be a pro athlete, yes. an entertainer, a musician, Come on, or you man. had to invent something. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. only, or it was going to be handed to you. Yeah, yeah. And that's not the case. What we found is you got people that aren't being, uh, inheriting the money, yeah. but the top three positions of millionaires. Okay. Talk to okay? me. Number one, engineers. Engineers. That I doesn't can surprise see that. me. Yeah. They plan stuff. Yeah. Number two was accountants. Oh. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. They count stuff. Yeah, yeah. Number three blew me away. Teachers. Teachers. Wait Teachers a minute. Teachers and professors. Wait a minute. Tell me. Wait, wait, wait. Listen. You trying to tell me teachers who are making forty, fifty to maybe sixty, seventy thousand dollars are becoming millionaires. They were the top number three profession in this study of over ten thousand across the country. Now hold on, walk with me here. Teachers love to learn. Teachers follow a game plan. Right? They follow a plan. So if you get somebody that's making 40, 50, or 60, and they start contributing to their 403B, yes. which for that's for teachers and nonprofits, just yeah. like a 401K, yeah. if they start putting money away in there and letting compound growth happen, yes. and they get intentional and get themselves out of debt, yeah. so work with me here. Okay. So you end up with five, 600000 in your 403B because yep. you've been putting money away for 20 years. Yep. Okay. But you also pay off your house. Oh, yeah. That's worth four hundred. Okay. So I take the six hundred yep. plus the four hundred of the value of my home. Guess what? You yep. got a million dollars. Yep. So yep. it was really eye-opening to help people understand it's not about an inheritance. Yeah. It's not about where you went to school. Oh, and you don't have to have a big income. 
A third of the millionaires that we studied, AO, didn't make six figures. Listen to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Did you study and see how much, what was the average? Uh, the average income was hitting at about 75 to 80. <sighs> but a third of them didn't make six figures. Hold on. Even if they were two people working outside of the home. So you could have husband and wife working. Okay, they didn't make six figures combined, but they were still able to become millionaires. It goes back to that investing over time. So I want people to hear these myths so they can go, well, I can do it. Yes. And that's the key. And that's why I have you on the show, Hogan, Uh, because the average person who follows me is making right around... Sixty to seventy-five thousand okay. dollars, um, and they are fresh out of uh, college, and so they're like, "Hey, I can't, I can't build wealth. I'm mm. only making fifty-five, sixty thousand dollars. That's yeah. not a lot of money." Well, I'm going to tell them straight up. Tell if them. if they listen, it listen to him. Mm-hmm. Okay, the path that he's putting you on will put you in a position to build wealth. Yes, it's not a matter of if. I guarantee it. If you get out of debt, as AO is telling you, if you get focused and on a budget, as AO is telling you, yeah. and you start investing right where you are. I'm going to tell you something. If you can manage that 40 that you've been blessed with, when you get a raise to 50, you're going to handle that much differently. Don't do like I did. A.O., I was stupid back in the day. I I used to say, I'm going to get serious when I make more money. Mm, mm. So I'd wait, and I'd make more money, and guess what I did? Didn't get serious. No, you didn't. I got more stuff. (laughs) Don't judge me. You wasn't there. Don't you look at me like that. But I lied, man. And so I want these young people to hear you. Start where you are. Manage that 40 well. Manage the 50 well. And it'll put you in a position to handle the rest that's going to come later. You know, I've I've seen you on stage, and when you talk about uh, building wealth for retirement, you say have a dream meeting, have uh, that deep why. And one of my mentors said something to me the other day. He said, Anthony, if your why doesn't make you cry, the price of commitment will make you cry. And that shifted my whole perspective on how I look at things. And it made me go even deeper onto why I am so adamant about my brand, why I'm so involved with my brand. Why do I want to chase that thing and and build wealth? It's not because I just want to have a lot of money. It's because my mom... Hmm. You know, you came. You come from a single parent home. I come from four parents. I didn't know who my father was until they was thir- until I was thirteen, and so it was like well, I had to watch my parents grow up without things. We never had family vacations. I had one pair of shoes a year. I remember going to school and having to put tape on the bottom of my shoes to keep my socks up so I won't get water into them. Mm. And it's like, as I'm talking through this whole now, I I feel tears coming up because my why is so big that I'm willing to do whatever it has, whatever I have to do to become an everyday millionaire. That's right. You know, I don't, I don't expect myself to make two, three million dollars a year. But daggone it, I, I want to be a good steward of it. I want right. to have a good self-discipline. Yeah. And that's one thing that you and I are teaching. Is Listen, all this boils down to is just really having discipline with your money. Yep. And I believe self-discipline is the bridge between where you are now and to where you want to go tomorrow. I totally agree. And I'm going to tell you something. Coming from, I was very close with my grandparents. Yeah. Um, and all my grandparents are gone now. They've oh, all passed man. away. Oh, but I'm going to tell you something. I feel like I used to, I g- grew up running track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I you did? shot putt. Well, I, I ran the 200. <laughs> I ran the 200. Y'all they, 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 on the hey, hey, hold on ran? now. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> but primarily I was a thrower, <laughs> shot putt and disc. But I remember one of my, the best races I'd love to watch was the 400 meter relay. Uh, I'd love to watch the system and the handoff yes. of that baton. And you know what? It struck me and I realized, I go, why do I push so hard? Why am I why am I driven so much? And I feel like my grandparents passed me that baton. Come on, man. 
and I got to run my race. Come on, man. Right? Yeah, and man. I got to run this race and get ready to hand it to my boys. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, and sir. so it's this legacy mindset of Ooh. me going, I remember making a decision on my grandparents' porch at age 12 that I was going to be successful. Mm. Now, at that point in time, I didn't know what that looked like, mm. but I was going to work hard. Yeah. I made a decision. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage your listeners out there. I don't know what kind of home you grew up in. Come on. I don't know what kind of home your family you got now, yeah. but you get to make a decision. Yes, sir. And as an adult, you don't need a permission slip no mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. You get to decide. You get to choose. Choose better. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I appreciate you for saying that because someone needed to hear that. Yeah. Um, some of you all listening and watching are saying, how do I do this? I can't do this. You got to change the word to I will do this. Mm -hmm. And you have to start listening to people like Chris Hogan. I, I so appreciate this guy uh, endorsing me, but I, I want to send that right back to him. I want you all to listen to his show. When does your show come on, on podcast? It's out. They can find it. They can go over to YouTube okay. and watch and subscribe. Yeah. Uh, it's just a Chris Hogan show. It's Chris yeah. Hogan show, y'all. And I'm, I'm serious. Like, I'm surprised. The dude really has a lot of young people calling into his show, becoming everyday millionaires. Wow. You and Dave just did a, a millionaire hour recently mm -hmm. over the last month or two. And I listened. Bro, you had, like, people in the 30s. I'm telling Calling you. Calling they're everyday millionaires. Yep. And you know what they say? They said that their parents taught them. Yes. And they paid attention. Yes. Think about that. Yeah. A 35, 34-year-old already hitting a million dollars. Come on, man. I mean, and it's one of those where you go, that's the kind of legacy you want to pass along. Come on, man. So you keep up what you're doing, man. man you're making an impact out there with these young people. You're helping people see this whole student loan thing in yeah. a different light. And people are talking about it. Man. And I'm giving out your book. I'm telling people you do not have to go into debt to go to school. <sighs> you can chase down your dreams. You just got to be clear. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Chris Hogan Show. No, I'm just playing. It ain't the Chris Hogan Show. This is the table with your boy Anthony O'Neill. And the Chris Hogan is yeah. on the show. I wish I had his voice, man. Yeah, I wish I had your voice or... Nah. I, I can't sing. No, so I can I sing. I just, can you sing? I can, man. Break it down for me. Nah, I'm good. Oh. You Hit know me with saying? one... I'm one, one something. Now, I told my, the young lady I'm dating right now, I said, uh, I will sing my vows to you. Oh, mm -hmm. well, that, I'll be at the wedding. Yeah, that, that'll be, be the first time anybody from Ramsey Solutions has heard. My family, I sing every year with my family. It's just. So they here. know. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, my girl knows too. So it I, will I be. I need to call her. Huh? I need to call her. Call her. I need to talk to her. <laughs> We're going to FaceTime her later. Oh, man. I want to hey. know about this singing. Hey, y'all. Um, don't forget to text the word RESET, R-E-S-E-T, <laughs> to 33789. Chris Hogan, Rachel Cruz, Dave Ramsey, and some of the other personalities. Text the word RESET, R-E-S-E-T, to 33789. And I think it is Tuesday, January the 12th. Yes. So mark your calendar, Tuesday, January the 12th, the RESET event. It's coming to you. Yes. Ayo, thanks for having me, man. Nah, thank you for coming on, bro. Absolutely, bro. This is amazing. Y'all, it's The Table right here with your boy Anthony O'Neill. We'll see y'all on the next show. Peace.